Check, check. Hello, hello. Checkity, check, check. All right. Now, yep. we're, now we're recording. All right, good. Start yeah, daylight, over. daylight, daylight savings time. Uh, I forgot it was happening. Yeah. And that, so, yeah. so when I woke up, I thought I just was a big sleepy boy. No, no, you lost, you lost one in there. You lost an hour. Um, usually, I don't notice it. Like it's not like you know, people always freak out about how much sleep they're gonna lose. You know, when this when daylight savings happens. Um, I guess it bothers me now because I very much noticed when I tried to wake up this morning. Um, and unlike you, I didn't, I didn't get daylight savings donuts. Um, so I'm just struggling my way through the morning. That is pretty sad. I'm on my second donut. Um, is this, is this a go-to? I see that. That's, that's nice. This is a maple one, I think. Oh, it sounds disgusting. What? There's a couple times you've opened your mouth. They're definitely. (laughs) Oh, you mean me chewing sounds disgusting, not a maple donut. No, maple donut sounds great. Okay. Um, you yeah, eating you eating that donut sounds gross. Is this a a go to donut shop for you? It is Sugar Shack. Mm. Is that a chain or is it just like a one off? I think there's a couple, maybe two. I don't know. They uh, they deliver though, huh? Mm, Uber Eats delivers. Wow, that's pretty nice. <laughs> I could use yeah, one of those. Pretty good. They um they have a pretty good system. Basically, once. I have submitted the order. It arrives usually no later than twenty minutes later. That's pretty good. Pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty snappy for a delivery. Yeah, there's you know, and there's kind of a tight window for donuts staying good. I mean, donuts are always okay. I guess it depends. Maybe from a fancy donut place, they stay, they stay better longer. But like, you ever get a donut from Dunkin' Donuts and you wait a little too long, that's gonna. It's no longer necessarily a donut. Um, but that looks that looks good. Uh, I'm pretty jealous. So we're I'll, send you, I'll send you one. Thanks. We'll exchange donuts for veggies or something. Mm. I'm really coming out on the <laughs> coming out on the, the bad side of that. Oh come on! I'm looking out for you. My help. Yeah. All right. I can't keep watching you do this. This is disgusting. <laughs> and it's making Fine. me hungry. My video went away. I haven't eaten anything yet, so I'm just riding. I'm riding coffee all the way through this episode. Me too. I got one of them as well. <sighs> What's your uh, what's your favorite type of donut? That's a great question. That is great. Is that, is that our check-in round? It is, but I, you know, I thought maybe you'd be more prepared since you were eating donuts. Well, <laughs> it's a very difficult question. I just got they just sent a, an assorted half a dozen, gotcha. um, so I didn't really choose. I love a chocolate dip. Mm-hmm. I love Boston cream. Okay, you like a you like a surprise inside of your donut. Not always. Chocolate dip doesn't have a surprise. Boston <laughs> cream, true. Boston cream shouldn't be a surprise if you know what you ordered. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes though, <laughs> just first glance, it just looks like a chocolate, like a chocolate frosted. Yeah, you, little, you don't know what's, you love, don't know anything in there. I love a French cruller. Yeah, those are one of my favorites Plus, actually. Or a French cruller dipped in chocolate. Combine my two of my faves. Good. That's a good. Oh. And that was gonna be my choice probably. That's that's one of my go tos. The problem with a French cruller is it's too insubstantial. It's yeah, you need, to, you need to eat about eight or nine mm-hmm. to really to really get the effect of of it. You know, it's compared it's like I think eight French crawlers exchanges to like two two normal donuts. Pretty sure that's some how the exchange rate works. Something like that, but yeah, that's a good donut. It's usually a messy one to eat though. Something about it, they just like crumble. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, All this right. is just making me hungry. I shouldn't have done this to myself. Yeah, you should have gotten some donuts. There's not even. I mean, there's a dunk. There's, obviously, I live in 
uh, Boston area, so there's a million Dunkin' Donuts that I could go to. But we but all know that Dunkin' Donuts have kind of bad donuts. Yeah, they're not great. I'm um, pretty sure they come in like frozen and they just like heat them up. That's kind of like what they do. That's not like mixing. I've never mixing once. Badges. I've have you ever walked into a Dunkin' Donuts and been like, "Hmm, they're baking some donuts in here." No, I have. No. <laughs> like, how do you have Honestly. a how do you have a, a donut uh, place of establishment that smells so devoid of fresh baked goods? I know. I you know as a UPS guy, I feel like maybe I delivered some donuts there and didn't even realize it. Maybe yeah, there were just maybe. frozen donuts in there. They just got a bunch of microwaves in the back. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I've got to work with around here. I think there's a chain called Dippin' Donuts, which I don't think is related to Dunkin' Donuts, even though they're It sounds branding. like trying to, maybe trying to ride on the coattails of Dunkin'. <laughs> they're, uh, and their branding is very similar. They rode, they rode the orange and white color scheme as well. So <laughs> I've never had a Dippin' Donut, but um, maybe they're actually good. Maybe they're real donuts. But maybe. All right. right. Well, checked in. I uh, yeah, I guess as checked in as I'm gonna be. Um, Uh, Were you traveling? Were you traveling this week? It got canceled. Oh, that's exciting. Is is that exciting? Uh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) in some ways. Is it bad for your project that it was canceled? Do you do you hear that in the background? Emily just like storming into the room, completely oblivious to the fact (laughs) that we're making audio, high quality audio entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now that you're yeah. here, do you want to say hello? Yes. Okay, that's I've, good. I've been waiting for you guys to have me on the podcast. This is one way to get on, just barge in. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's what this means is that I, we have to facilitate these workshops remotely, like on okay. Skype, which is going to suck. But it'll suck less than getting coronavirus. Oh, is that why? Is that why it was canceled? Yep. Where were you going to? Uh, uh, either Orlando or Dallas. We hadn't flipped that coin yet. Gotcha. I see. And then actually next week we're supposed to go to Philadelphia for a big like leadership meeting. And that also got canceled. Uh, oh. So we may be doing something virtually for that as well. Sam's Sam's month of travel is quickly turning to Sam's, know. Sam's month of quarantine. <laughs> I'm very into it. I yeah. don't need more travel. Well, okay, then, so if you did travel, did you, have you set up your new office? Mm, not really. Okay. <laughs> so, I did bring one load of stuff into the office, but I don't yet have the key or, like, the access fob for the building. Gotcha. Did you... I'm going to do that um, Tuesday, I think. Did you drive there, or did you just take, like, a load of stuff on the... On the, the I just s- took it on the train? subway, on the metro. On the subway. Nice. You just had, like, a duffel bag and a backpack. And oh, okay. And just, like... Some books and some workshop materials, things like that. Are you uh, you got any big design plans for your big your big boy office? Get some no, plants. I haven't really. Some art. We definitely got to get some plants in there. I got to get some sort of shelving to put books and various accoutrement on. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what yet. And I'm not entirely sure if I can like mount things in the on the wall or if it has to be standing. Got to figure out that. I'm gonna buy some. Um, some uh, some baffling, I think, to deaden the to, to improve the audio quality, so that when I record podcasts in there, it sounds really good. Yeah, I'm gonna get um, a, I'm gonna get a light, I think, so that I look good on video calls. All right, wow, that's really professional. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm a professional boy. So, so you're talking about bringing like books down to your office. Do you consult? Like, do you have like a set of books that you actually look at and and consult fairly regularly for your work? Mm. 
I mean, obviously, you guys have like your own book, like Brave New Work. Yeah, I was you know. just I was just consulting Brave New Work yesterday, yeah. actually. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, that's very helpful as being essentially a workbook for your company. But are there other ones that you like find yourself grabbing every once in a while to pull down if you're working on a workshop or you know you have a, a meeting coming up with your client and you want to approach the meeting in a certain way, or is it kind of the thing now where you've looked at those enough that they've kind of become ingrained in, in what you do that it's less um, need for actual consultation. Yeah. I'm not really referring to these books ever really. I mean, part of it is that I don't have many physical books. Almost all of my books are digital now. Um, Mm -hmm. but I have like one shelf of physical books still. And I think mostly like I know what I've read all these. I think I've read basically all of these and just having them on the shelf, uh, a, it's kind of just like decoration. My, my organization, organizational psychology decoration yeah and b it's also like i can just kind of when i look at the covers or the spines i think about what's in those books and then that can like sometimes spark something for me Uh, but i'm not like actively referring to them often other than brave new work which i do quite a bit okay are you a uh, a book marker inside? You write inside your books. Oh yeah, and you, a lot I'm, of them. I mean, got, got no respect. Digital. Okay. No, no respect for the books. They're 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 there to be written in. Especially, I mean, especially work related ones. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it helps to actually have stuff highlighted slash underlined slash noted in there for quick consultation. But yeah, it's a, it's the most... more so the process of doing it. Like I feel like I very rarely go back and look at my notes. But mm-hmm. taking notes or underlining or whatever while doing it helps things stick in my brain better because my brain ain't good. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of your brain, how's, should we talk about your 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 incident that happened? Since oh last yeah. Recorded. I got I got I was in a lift and I got rear-ended and I hit my head on the headrest and my AirPods flew out of my ears, um, and I I got a mild concussion. I mean, I shouldn't laugh. That's it's sad. Uh, well, I mean it's hard for us to track the number of concussions you had in your life now because of yeah. before when you were younger and that wasn't, they weren't worried about young boys brains. Uh, <laughs> Hockey, yeah. 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 I mean, I definitely sustained some concussions playing for Caesars. I played in AAA and then, you know, I'm in high school, probably at least one and then college, at least one, maybe a couple. Um, and then since then, this is be this is my third in like four years. So yeah. that's bad. Uh, and it didn't yeah. really require very much this time around for me to be feeling very bad, uh, which is also a bad sign. So yeah, that's no boy now. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm feeling a lot better now. The first couple of days were kind of rough. Um, today is pretty good though. Were you in DC? Was this in? Yeah, yeah. I was on the way to the client's office, and okay. my Lyft driver made a bad decision. Decided that she was not going to go through uh, a yellow light. That okay. She thought she was going to, and the guy behind her just committed. She was going to go. He was committed. Yeah. Uh, so, and it wasn't even that bad. Like it almost left almost no damage. Um, but it, it I re- except I, for you, you're the damage. Me, I was, yeah. I guess I was the damage. Um, but it, I was able to take the last couple of days off, and my my partner on the project was able to pick up the slack, and uh, all is good now. I think. Well, not good, but all is fine. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, you, know, you didn't have to do that, Sam, to keep the podcast interesting. You know, we have plenty <laughs> to talk about. 
You don't need to go live recklessly like that. Yeah, we have, you know, we have this brother group text where, I don't know who it was. Was it Joey who was just, like, marveling at how interesting you are and how you are by far the most interesting Sperlin? And nobody was really arguing with him on that. We all agreed that, yeah, Max is. But, you know, I felt like I got to do something to try to bring something to the table. Otherwise, this is just the the Max Does Interesting Work show. Uh, So, you know, why don't I concuss myself? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking maybe like one of these weeks they'll show up and be like, yeah, I picked up like I, I skateboard now, and <laughs> no, but, I, uh, the last thing I need is another hobby where my <laughs> head is uh, at risk. That's true. You should, you know, maybe competitive crossboarding or um, I don't know, Scrabble. Yeah, something what's along it, those lines. Cr- oh, you said crossboarding. I thought you said crossboarding. Like, what's crossboarding? No, that sounds that sounds like it'd probably be dangerous as well. No, no yeah. boards. You don't, no, you don't... <laughs> no boards. Yeah, so I mean, I'm skipping the next hockey season, the spring one, um, gotcha. and we'll see. Maybe I'll play again in the summer, but I don't know. I may need to uh, seriously curtail how much hockey I play as well. Got to rest that noodle. Is your current season over? Uh, we're in the playoffs right now. How you guys doing? Uh, we won the first game, I think. So we're defending champions as well. Wow. It's going to be tough for your team to lose you in the spring season. I know it's uh, you know the the stalwart uh, stay-at-home defenseman is a pretty important role in beer league, uh, which I fully uh, embody with my mm-hmm. maybe like four goals total uh, since I've started playing with this team. Critical goals, though I'm sure. Critical goals, you know that seventh <laughs> goal in a seven-one blowout. If you don't get that, it doesn't look as good. No, exactly. But um, I realized that in last week's uh, episode of recapping many things, I don't. Th- think we talked about the most recent retreat and the update on the little writing oh you've been calling that thing that you were in charge of within the ready the article initiative i don't think think we talked about i don't know that there's that much to talk about that's interesting but we we can give it a whirl yeah i noticed our our topic list is really um Really short, really scant. Uh, it's, almost, this week. it's almost like we both woke up about ten minutes before we started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it all right. Is. It is kind of like that, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so you guys had another retreat back in February, I think, right? Um, is that what it was? Yeah, that sounds right. I think it was. I think it was a while back. Um, and where'd you guys go? First off, usually we it's upstate New went York. Went to Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, that's nice. Uh, in theory, yes. It rained oh, well, almost the entire time. Oh, okay. Like, well, that's good for getting like, work done. It rained like a like a biblical amount. <laughs> did it remember? Yeah. Did you see the? I think I sent you a picture of the radar uh, the oh, yeah. day that we got there. Uh, I'll put it in the in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was coming. There was a lot on the way. So that's good, though. I mean, you guys were there to do do some work. I mean, you didn't probably get to sit outside. I don't know what your retreat slash where you guys were staying was like. Oh, but uh, sometimes sweet as hell, as was always. It? The, was it like the hotel? The hotel. Okay, yeah. Actually, there is something to talk about here. The hotel <laughs> had <Yeah>. butlers. <laughs> yeah, and is we that had like butlers, butlers assigned to us, not one to one, not crazy like that. But you know, each butler, I think, was in charge of a couple of rooms. When mm-hmm. you checked in, your butler took you up to the room gave you like a spiel about the history of the hotel and the area and showed you all the stuff. There was complimentary uh, like soft drinks in the room, complimentary snacks in wow. the room. Uh, what was, real quick, was, what was your butler's name? You remember? I'm a terrible human being. That's all right. Well, yeah, I don't remember. 
I don't remember. He gave you a little card that says, here's things your butler will do, uh, which I wish I had taken a picture of. Juggle, you will. <laughs> no, but they were very eager to be helpful. Huh. And the hotel was very nice. And uh, the one of the complimentary snacks was uh, gummy bears, and which then lead me to be able to say a sentence that I have never said before, and I'm pretty sure I will never say again, but... I said this sentence to a colleague of mine. Oh, don't worry. My butler said the gummy bears are free. <laughs> Which, as those words were leaving my, my mouth, I just felt awesome and absurd. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and they were good gummy bears. Sweet. What was the like conference-esque space like for all you guys to work together? Was there like a cool... <laughs> Day one... The first, so we got there, and then we had a couple hours in the afternoon for the first session of stuff that we did. It was actually like a very corporate conference room with a big like boardroom table, which we all thought was funny uh, because usually we're the ones facilitating in a room like that, and instead we got to sit around the table and act like corporate big shots. And I, I like imagine that at the very front of the table because I was in charge. I told everyone. I bet you guys just all like cracking jokes, like corporate jokes. You guys were all sitting there, like pretending. Yeah, to we be, were. Like, <laughs> okay. We were doing that. Say, like, can we? Uh, can we put that in the parking lot? And uh, yeah. I want to. Oh, let's, let's put a pin back. in that and a circle, circle back. back. Uh, you know. I just wanted to touch base with you real quick. Um, we're pretty good at that. <laughs> Let me. Uh, I want to pull the thread on that one. <laughs> and then, cool. and then the space? second day, there was like a adjoining hotel that had like more open spaces. So we just had like a big. Room that had like a U-shaped table uh, with a projector up front and a lot of space. Uh, that was where we spent the rest of the time. Gotcha. So your writing initiative, any update there? You guys- uh, we finally published one of the articles. Um, my friend Itamar Goldman's wrote an article. Uh, so I published it actually on the first day of the retreat. And then that right. means there are still eight uh, in flight. I was kind of the bottleneck on most of these. So I gave people to the end of March to get them done. So it's still very much going. Okay. Well, when you say published, where where's, where's on the, the medium on the okay. medium publication? Cool beans. Well, yeah. at least it's one. I mean, you wanted to get something out there by end of February, right? So yeah, I uh, you know what I had committed to was getting two published, so I failed uh, at that. <laughs> but I do have uh, eight more, so I kind of feel like I made up for it in quantity, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And then coming out of the this retreat, there's that's not a continuation of the article initiative because it is different, but it's in the same realm, which is I need to figure out like we have decided that we want to be a platform where anybody who is um a smart thinker and writer about the future of work um, can publish on our platform to get more reach and you know more brand recognition and we don't want to be the ones to always have to be writing everything so Mm -hmm. this initiative is around figuring out kind of the first moves of how to set that up primarily i think moving our stuff off of medium and onto our own domain um, potentially hiring a managing editor to manage all this so that i don't have to do it um I've got to I got to kind of figure out the nature or figure out the work to be done there. I'm kind of waiting until I finish off the, the previous initiative with all that writing. Gotcha. Yeah. Any other exciting uh, uh, initiatives or new things come out from? February? We ate a lot of most... seafood. Oh, okay. That was good. Was that an initiative from the I, previous one? I ate a lobster <laughs> roll. We went to a place that had really good fried chicken. I ate some fried chicken, some oysters. 
uh, we went to this really nice restaurant where we did a, like a, t- a chef's tasting menu, which was oh, so good. Hello, Boca. Yeah. Um, yeah. Food, food was pretty great. Uh, other initiatives, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember. Is that, is that bad? That's probably bad of me that I don't remember our other initiatives, right? Like, I know we're continuing on with um, improving our hiring process. That team is continuing. Um, you know, some of our, we have some secret things that I can't talk about. Uh, nothing, nothing super crazy. Gotcha. You know, maybe that. Um... The reason you can't remember might be kind of on the fact that you got a concussion this week. Maybe. It's a bad combination, the fact that I got a concussion and also my brain is just not very good. I'm not good at remembering things. Uh, it's a bad combo. Sorry, I'm trying to decide if I need to put this dog away or not. Okay. Oh, okay. What a turd bucket. She, She's her, all, give, her, give her her own mic. Give her own mic. She's trying to get involved. Um, well, she, you know what? I, I gotta give her a shout out. She is one. She turned one uh, two days ago. Oh, happy so birthday, Boca! One year old. She's wearing a a, a nice bandana because um, we took oh. her to get a, a nice professional bath, and which she did not like. Obviously, that was not a good birthday gift for her. <laughs> it was for us because she smelled like hot garbage. Um, Gross. Yeah, and so now she's all now she's soft and smells good and has a cute wild. has a cute bandana on, and and has a loud bark. But um, I'll give her a chance here to to, to be better. All right. And if she, she continues being bad, we'll we'll put her away. All right. But that sounds good. This this might be a short one, anyways, because let's be honest. We you know we're both. It seems to be either running on fumes or both waking up still. So I think we're both still waking up. I'm um I'm I have two I have two do two very large donuts in me now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and haven't had much coffee yet. Uh, I'm just looking at our retreat agenda to see if there's anything interesting that we did. No. <laughs> and that's that. I mean, it was a good retreat. It was, but pretty straightforward. Next one's what, like June or something like that? That sounds about right. I'm I don't not know sure. how months work. I'm not sure where, but probably somewhere in the probably somewhere up in your neck of the woods. Oh, let me know. Come on up. All right. Um, you mentioned last week that you guys hired someone new for your. Was it for your specific project that yes. you're working on? Yes. Um, uh, did well, obviously I'm guessing you were. In charge, were you in charge of that? Were you? Uh, I mean, Will and I together, and I would say actually, Will probably did more of the heavy lifting than I did on hiring and, and training her. But we were both uh, involved for sure. Nice. Is that person onboarded? Are they already kind of in the project. They're still being trained and onboarded to the ready. They haven't done much in the project yet, but hopefully gotcha. that will change soon because God Almighty, do we need help? <laughs> um. You know, it always seems so. Like we we have to talk about things very vague because of the nature of your work and client and things. But how long is this current project that you're doing with them signed on for? Or how long are you guys? Yeah, until and that's they have not to even like super straightforward because we actually have like three different contracts that have three different endpoints. So like our main okay. one ends in May, but there's already talks about potentially extending that. We have a smaller one that we have a verbal through the end of the year on, and then we have a. Th- a third one that's the same size as the second one, and it also goes through the end of the year, but also talks about potentially upping that one to be the same size as the big one that ends in May. So, like, wow. there's a lot of work, and part of what we have to do over the next week or so is we're going to propose a kind of consolidated approach to this instead of having 
these separate contracts with separate leaders within the organization, trying to go up a level and see if their boss would want to buy a, a simplified version of what we're doing um, to have to, so it would be just easier to, I mean, when you have three separate contracts in a company like this, it means you have three different procurement relationships and three different procurement processes to go through. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of head, there's a lot of, a lot of rigmarole that you have to do to do that. So we're looking to hopefully simplify it and kind of amplify the project, hopefully. But even if, even if we don't do that, we can just continue what we have. Um, we ha- we'll be with this client at least um, through the, the end of the year. Uh, is that just, I mean, obviously you have a new hire, but is that just you and Will kind of in charge have, of this? Yeah, it has been for a while. Like as of last week, we brought in another one of our colleagues, Yehudi, um, to join us uh, as well. So we, there's, there's four of us um, now on this project, and I think we're looking to make another hire pretty soon. Yeah, because so, usually, I, yeah, I know you guys have all your different breakdowns, but isn't it usually like two per project kind of thing? Yeah, um, so like the big one that time. goes through May is kind of like a two-person project, and then each of the smaller ones are kind of like one-person projects. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, even that, I don't know, is is kind of tentative because we try not to talk. We try to talk about our projects being in terms of deliverables and outcomes and not in terms of people or hours um Mm -hmm. even though clients like buying hours it sets up a weird dynamic like if you're selling if you're selling your work it in time in in hours um that you've that you've worked it's it's messed up incentives because you're incentivized to like work slowly and have more hours whereas we'd much rather be incentivized like don't worry about how often we're working or how much we're working or where we are worry about whether or not we are achieving the outcomes that we agreed to when we sold the project so that's yeah. what we try to keep the conversation around. But we do kind of have this um, this idea of the big project is roughly two full-time. These half projects are roughly one uh, full-time or two part-time, things like that. Gotcha. Um, I mean, obviously, it must be – I was going to say, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so loud. Yeah, so Boca has, has strong feelings about how to staff uh, consulting projects. She told she does. me. We've had – we talked about this. Uh, yeah. Um have you so obviously the project asked about like the actual status update on the project of with the client, but they must be fairly happy if they oh, are yeah. creating new. We're doing projects. all sorts of great stuff, and people are very happy with with what's going on. Okay, uh, Donald, that was the most Donald Trump answer. <laughs> what did I people say? Are, um, people are very all happy. sorts of great stuff. People are very happy. <laughs> I mean, it's true. They 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 like us. We're doing good stuff. I mean, this cult. They're they're. We are very, we are not like the typical employees there. We bring ideas, um, obviously, I mean, this is why they hired us, that are kind of foreign to them. But everybody that we've been working with has really enjoyed, you know, the stuff that we've been doing together and the way we kind of expand in an organization like this is we just go where people want us. So mm-hmm. people are hearing about the work that we're doing um, and they reach out and we go start doing some stuff with them and they want more. So the, just the fact that we're expanding is evidence that, you know, we're doing, we're doing good work because we're not pushing ourselves on people who don't want us. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks for asking. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, I also actually have one other project that I'm doing kind of on the side. It's a, an advisory project and actually you, well, we should talk about this more Hmm, because it is with a person who is starting a restaurant group here in DC. 
Oh, very cool. Yeah. I so mean, she she wants to um, do it like fundamentally differently and show that there is a different model, kind of a brave new work approach to work and, and organizations can work in a restaurant group. Um, so she is very legit. She was very involved with like Jose Andres stuff in, in DC, the Haleo restaurant groups or the Haleo restaurants. So I've been working with her uh, a couple hours a week to kind of help lay the foundation for doing this in a, in a new way. So that should be very, uh, exciting. Yeah. Do you find those work sessions kind of like maybe a little bit more exciting than your other ones just because it's a kind of a whole new realm. I mean, cause you guys haven't really done restaurant based yeah. I think um, work before. Or... What's interesting about it is not necessarily the difference in industry, but the difference in kind of the uh, history of the organization. So my big consulting client has been around for a hundred years and there's a hundred thousand yep. people who work there. This is literally one person who has not yet, actually started the uh the first restaurant so it's just interesting the types of stuff that you can talk about when you are talking about doing it right from scratch as mm -hmm. opposed to trying to shift this huge uh this huge ship uh in in flight um it's just it's just an interesting different headspace to be in the content is actually quite similar like we've been doing what we call these uh strategy meetings at the big client now for a couple of weeks and it's usually getting a leader a leadership team in a room for a day going through a handful of activities to really get clear on long-term strategy and then also short-term initiatives to pursue that strategy uh, and I just did kind of a version of that with uh, my my client at the the restaurant group, um, and it was just very different to have that conversation with a single person who is doing this for the first time, um, kind of devoid of any pre existing strategy. It was mm -hmm. just a lot of fun to um, to do that. So it keeps me keeps me on my toes. And you know, as I think about my evolution in this career, the advisory work is what I wanted to be doing more and more of the advisory work. Like that's mm -hmm. it, it, more advisory work and less of the kind of day-to-day -day grunt work on the consulting, even though uh, grunt work is the wrong word there because I'm, I'm paid <laughs> very well to do the work that I do. Um, but, you know, in the future, I would love to just have more of these advising relationships where I can just kind of parachute in and be smart and have conversations as opposed to like having to do real work, which is the dream for everybody, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is my version of, of that. So even though I'm very busy with the, the big client, um, picking up this advisory project on the end, or just on the edge is a way for me to kind of grow in my career. Um, can you briefly mention, or I'm curious, like, Wow, that's Boca drinking like a like a really really <laughs> lapping it up over there. I can do the same thing if you want. Yeah, same I need like a, maybe I need work. a podcast studio. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, um, how like for people at home and even though I've also read Brave New Work, but just mm -hmm. like what it means to kind of apply that to say a restaurant or some type of new start. Sure. Like this, like what are you like? So I, I, the older, the the bigger company, the bigger client you have, you're obviously trying to kind of rework the way the organization is already set up to kind of break down some of those communication barriers, the hierarchy, and things like that. But when you're starting a new company or something from scratch, but in this model, like what are you actually trying to focus on or actually try and do? Yeah. Um, so what what she wants to do, there's a handful of things that she wants to do fundamentally differently. One thing is that instead of having front of house and back of house kind of being two separate 
kind of organizational silos within the restaurant mm. having much more of a kind of one team mentality and having a much more fluid landscape of roles that people step into and out of um, as opposed to these really stringent like I, I would say like you know you're doing um, bar te- or not bartending bar backing and, and busing maybe mm-hmm. in a more dynamic environment maybe the waiters are also busing and also picking up like one other sort of thing or bus or the buses yeah. are doing this and one other thing or some and, and it's much more self-managing as opposed to a boss telling everybody what to do and she also then wants to um kind of disrupt the compensation model as well so that front of house and back of house are both paid uh equally and that i think she also wants to do no tipping um Mm-hmm. That part of that part of that movement. So there's just some things around compensation that she wants to to try to change up. Um, what else? Like that dynamic teaming, self managing organization. Um, you know, a handful of of other things as well too. But it's 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 the same principles that I'm doing with the big organization, but just trying to um, instead of having to change it, trying to guess what can you what sort of foundation can you lay so that you set yourself up for an easier time later and don't need to hire a consultant to come in and and change things. And part of it is that she wants to attract people who want to be a part of this kind of experiment and don't want just another kind of typical restaurant job, that she wants this to be a place where people who want to make this a profession and want to challenge the status quo around what it looks like to work in a, in a restaurant um, where they want to come and, and work. So we're still very early days, um, but I'm excited and it should be cool. And hopefully um, it, it becomes kind of like the a premier example of what it looks like to do um, hospitality and service work differently. Um, two things. One, she should, I'm sure she's very into the restaurant world already and everything, but yeah. I think Blue Hill Stone Barns does, I think, a decent job of this because I think all of their chefs, a lot of them are working as wait staff as well and like in the actual, um, you know, dining room, not necessarily always cooking. Hmm, and I cool. think they're also, a lot of them are forced, at least not forced, but like encouraged to work on the farm at least like a couple right. times a month or something. I know with at least with that, from what I've seen and read about them that they do a decent job of like really – um, maybe not necessarily that they always work in those roles, you know, or like it's mm-hmm. really free flowing, but that they are seeing all sides of the restaurant. Um, I know that's kind of like one of Dan Barber's thing is that, yeah. you know, the chefs are very in tune with what the farm is like, what's coming from the farm, what, you know, what it means to to serve people out on the actual floor. Um, so that would be a cool one. To, I'm curious. Yeah, if, I'll, I'll see if she, I mean, she seems to be incredibly well connected. She keeps name dropping people that she has talked to recently. And I'm like, what, yeah. what? Like that's like, yeah. She, she knows folks, so she's probably already aware of that, but I will I will bring yeah. that to her. Um, and then is she, does she have – is she a chef? Is she like a background in – No, she just or? hired a chef. Okay. So um, that, that's like the biggest thing that happened in the past week and a half, I think, um, is they, she has her first um, – I think, I think that's the first hire. So I don't know. I mean her background – I don't think it's – I don't know if she's actually a chef herself um, okay. or not. She just knows chefs, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, like I said, she's been working in the restaurant world for her entire career. So That's cool. Well, yeah. need, if she ever needs the farm side of things, you know, <laughs> we can talk, we could talk the, the procurement side, but that's cool. I'm excited to get updates on that because 
yeah, that's my jam. I definitely, I definitely will. Maybe I'll have to come to you. Um, you know, I'll talk to you first to get up to speed on restaurant stuff, and then I can go do my job with her. I'll, I'll give you, a, you know, a cut. Thanks. Um, you, for you consulting with me. <laughs> I was going to start my consulting company. That's right. Um, all right. How, so what about you? Fi- oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I just feel bad that you're, you're asking me all the questions. Oh. I was going to say, how did she find you? Was that someone mm. you had before? Or was she, it just like... Her childhood friend is one of my colleagues at the Ready. So oh. she's aware of the Ready through that uh, relationship. Nice. And you happen to be the guy in the D.C. area? Yes. <laughs> nice. That is correct. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's a good opportunity. Yeah, for sure. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. What about you? It's like warm. It's warm outside now. Are the plants making? Are the plants happening now? Yeah, it's plant season. Um, I saw something is- on uh, on the, the the Instagram about I saw seeds going in the ground, and it, but those look like lady hands, and they were not your hands. That is true. Your eyes are not deceive you. Those were lady hands. Um, but yes, yeah, so they started last Tuesday. Was the first day on the farm. Um, kind of just like I mean, it is. This is pretty early to have weather this nice. Um, but they, you know, starting with just flipping over the, the hoop houses, ripping everything that was out, that was in there. Flipping the hoop houses? That destroys the hoop house. <sighs> and anyway, so they've pulled and replanted those. Um, and basically, yeah, just starting a ton of seeds for the I have a question. Yes. In that video, she was writing labels that said evergreen. Were those pine yep. trees? <laughs> they are not. They are a type of scallion. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Good question, though. Good question. I thought maybe um, you guys would become a Christmas tree farm. Yeah, don't have the space for that. I don't think though. No. Um, but yeah, so they're kind. Of, they are. Things are in motion. The season is is on its way now. Um, the weather has been pretty great. I mean, it's going to be sixty three tomorrow um, wow. here. So um, we'll see. I think things might go into the ground earlier than normal. Usually, you're not putting stuff in. Yeah. You by the end of April, you would direct or you would transplant out into the fields, um, and that would be kind of risky. You'd put stuff in that can handle some cold weather. Right. Um, usually, you're waiting for the ground to thaw and everything, but like they were talking, you know, they're up at the fields, and the ground is you, know, you can sink your hand in, you know, twelve like a foot into the ground. So there's they can plant. Um, you do want to wait for the soil to get a little bit warmer, but you can speed up that process by uh, something called using like silage tarps. And you put these huge black tarps over that essentially heat up the soil. That's where we found um, the rat. That is where we found that rat, um, which we haven't seen him since. Um, so I feel I like I feel special in a, in a way that I saw the only rat. It's no, I told you, man. It's your it's your city. You brought that rat with you. <laughs> I'm the Pied Piper. Yeah, you, I think you have rats that follow you around. Um, <laughs> They're so... like my familiars. <laughs> That's kind of sad. That's what you got. Yeah, but um. So yeah, I guess yeah. The farm doesn't Ron Weasley high. have a wet or have a rat? Yeah, I think you're right. I think he does. Scabbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's my scabbers. <laughs> but um, oh, hello, Boca, right over my shoulder. Um, but I haven't really got to do any of the farm stuff yet. I start end of March, um, but I'm very much looking forward to it. I have been busy laying more wooden floors. Um, oh yeah, how's that going? <laughs> it's good. We moved on to the next room. Um, nice. So we have begun doing. Uh, the living room of his house, which would be like about the halfway point for the downstairs. Uh, once we finish that, slow going, but faster than the first time around. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm, I like doing it in little four-hour chunks, which is kind of what we've been doing three or four because he's a teacher and I go over at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could spend a whole a whole day just doing floors. 
Um, oh my goodness, my dog just fell off the couch. She's <laughs> graceful. A graceful. Ash, animal. Ash, She's really taking a, a starring role in this episode. I don't know what her deal is. Yeah, I thought because it was like there was a nice um, little sunny patch on the couch, and she was sleeping in it, like really cute and looking like a, you know just like sunbathing. And then something got her going. I don't know what it was, but she hmm. now she's all fired up. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, no, I actually have a ton of I'm I'm barbacking and and working at the restaurant and bar and just a lot this month. Um, so actually, last night was my first uh, wedding solo barback shift. How'd, how'd that go? It was good. It's so different than the restaurant. It's just such. It can be fast paced, but there's a lot of standing around. Mm-hmm. You're and pretty good at that. Yeah, I've been known to stand around, and um, that's fine. But man, that can make time just like crawl. And oh uh, uh, yeah. Um, but it was it was good. I think I was a little bummed in terms of pay. Um, it doesn't. I didn't. It didn't pay out as well as maybe like busing or something would on a Friday night at the restaurant. Oh yeah. You know, you're you are doing more when you're at the restaurant, so it kind of makes sense. But right. Um, it was good. It's a lot of up and down. So the bars are on the back deck of the wedding venue, and everything that I need is in the downstairs. And so essentially, you are just constantly running up and down stairs. So I got my workout in. Nice. You got those, um, uh, those bar back thighs. Yeah, it's the talk calves. <laughs> but um, now the only interesting thing from last night was there was a guest at the wedding that was six foot eleven. That was just <laughs> it, it was amazing. I mean, like, it wasn't his yeah. wedding, and I think he stole the show. It's just not his fault. <laughs> that must be so strange to be him, and, like, just everywhere you go, you're, like, the most interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, and, I have a he, version of that because I'm so handsome, um, mm-hmm. but this is different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that mustache that you have, that really makes yeah. you kind of, like, the focus of a room. It really makes me pop. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. It was... Uh, I was probably the tallest person I feel like I've ever seen in person <laughs> drop that close. Um, he, and the crazy thing is, there are people taller than him in the in the NBA. I know, I know. But Wait, I is Chara six eleven? I think he's. I thought he was six nine. Uh, okay, something like that. Uh, maybe like six eleven on skates. But um, yeah. And then the other the other cool thing about last night's wedding was the the groom's family uh, owns a maple syrup operation in Vermont. <laughs> And so everyone's party favors were like a thing of maple syrup that they could take home. That's awesome. Um, and they served chicken and waffles as a late night snack oh, with their maple yeah. syrup over it, which was oh, they were amazing. And so um, yeah, apparently they supply all the the maple syrup for every IHOP in Vermont. So that's <laughs> which and, and of all the states to have that contract, that's pretty impressive, right? Yeah, like there's got to be competition there. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was last night's wedding. Um, but it's actually it's also longer shifts there too because I didn't get home till midnight and I started at at three, oh, wow. so, um, yeah. So we'll see. I'm doing that. Uh, there's a few more times this month, so we'll see what the actual average wedding is like. But it was a nice change of pace. Um, other than that, nothing too exciting on my on my front. I'm just I'm just waiting to actually farm pretty much. Yeah. Cool. I just thought of one thing that I forgot to mention. Emily and I got a new car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would you guys name it? Yeah. Mr. Carr. Oh, really? <laughs> I think maybe that's a temporary name. Okay. You want to tell everyone about your car, Sam? It's it's not that interesting. We leased a 2020 Camry. Woo! A, very, a, a, a basic model 2020 Camry. And coming from a guy, so we had, we're driving a 2004 Highlander. And 
car technology has come a long way in, sure in that time. And considering my car history was, other than that car we were, I was sharing with Emily, the Highlander, I had a 1998 Jetta when I was in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, manual transmission, manual everything. I love that car. I had my first car in high school was an 89 Plymouth Reliant. Was that the white one? Yep. I thought uh, it was an old K mobile. car. Yeah. K and car, then yeah. uh, I had a truck. What was that? That was red that truck. I think it was a 95. So I've, I haven't owned a car anywhere close to uh, the current model year. So having a 2020 um, vehicle is very interesting. What was the craziest feature in there, Sam, that really, that really impressed you? Well, I don't know. I've only, the only driving I've done so far is driving home from the dealership. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty stoked that it has Apple CarPlay, which is nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I think it has like the, like the, it keeps you in the lane. Oh yeah. Lane assist or whatever they call it. Yeah, lane assist. And I think it has the one where it makes it harder to rear end people. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Is there one that makes it harder for people to rear end you? (laughs) Well, that's that's the real trick. That's like a force field. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, not that I'm aware of. Well, you know, thank you to Toyota for being our first sponsor of Fields of Work. (laughs) That's right. That car, that lease was um, a sponsorship deal. Sam got. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's free. (laughs) We got it free. I guess has, um, you know, big Toyota sign on it. (laughs) Use use offer code FOW for (laughs) For, for $2,000 off your 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 next Toyota purchase. (laughs) Yeah. If only. Well, we're not there yeah. yet. But so. Toyota will come, come come to us once they hear this sweet spot we just gave them. Yeah, I'll send it over. <laughs> I'll send it over with my first uh, payment. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Is that it for this for today? That's it. I'm out of coffee. I have yeah. no donuts. I need to go scrounge a, a breakfast together. My dog is getting feisty. Yeah. She's starting to throw punches. So. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think we can just go ahead and blame this whole episode on daylight savings. Oh, for sure. For not sure. our fault. You know what? That's exactly that's our slogan. It's not our fault. <laughs> not our fault. This is the fields of work. It's not our fault. All right. All right. Well, we'll we'll be hopefully back at it next week. I think. Uh, I mean, this is officially season two, right? Like we're we're in it now. Yeah. If we're doing weekly, we're in it. We're so. in it. All right. Well, so welcome, welcome to season two. two. <laughs> it's exactly like season one. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Uh, all right. I'm gonna go eat a donut for you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Later. See ya.